0: Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I am Tim Diesel, and today we're going to cover the basics of industrial property. And as always, if you guys have more questions, you can check us out online, www.dieselcommercial.com to get all your questions answered. So my goal here is to give you a general outline of how industrial properties differ from other commercial properties. So I don't want to make this super long because I know everyone will be lost and bored but I'll go over the basics uh, just to give you uh, a general concept of how things go. So financing, basically the operation, how these properties are leased out, I'll just touch over uh, those topics. So let's go over different types of buildings that are considered to be industrial and the basic functions. So so the first one is manufacturing Another one you have is warehouse space General warehouse space Uh, Distribution centers Flex office uh, where it's um, office in the front Warehouse in the back You might come across R&D buildings Storage units All these are industrial properties And each of these buildings will... Have slightly different requirements for every user, right? so sometimes you may have a ceiling height uh issue for some users. they want it to be so many feet high, and other times I've seen the depth of the concrete they've got heavy machinery going through there, uh, they want the concrete a certain depth uh, maybe you have super equipment i don't know uh heavy duty equipment going back and forth and it's going to destroy the pavement I've also come across electrical has to be up to a certain standard so uh, maybe a warehouse building doesn't have enough uh, electrical juice or the certain requirements that are there Um, the building has to be a certain size in most cases so if you notice there's not a lot of warehouse buildings that are a thousand square feet uh, most of the time, these are uh, large, so large buildings. They're not in. They're not really within city limits most of the time. And what I mean by that is, they're not going to be on a busy road. They're going to be kind of off a little bit in their own little industrial um, uh, park or zone. Right? You're not going to find them as you're going to the grocery store in most cases. Uh, these things are are kind of. Um, Uh, off the beaten path so to speak so the and the other thing that I found is so let's talk about leasing for a quick second if you lose a tenant generally it's not as easy to fill the space right up right so if you have a big company like FedEx uh, shipping and they are using the building for distribution and their lease runs out maybe they decide they want to leave for whatever reason. The issue is there aren't too many companies that really need that space and that can fill up that space. So that's a real big disadvantage. So be prepared for that because it could be a challenge for you. Uh, You will find that the dollar per square foot generally is a lot less, right? Because of the size. So you're not going to get a a $15 uh, lease in industrial usually. Nothing like retail. It's going to be a little bit um, different because they're occupying so much space. Um, another thing is, industrial property is usually leased out to one tenant, maybe two. Not often will you come across, uh, you know, multiple companies using warehouse space. Maybe uh, what I have seen is flex space. It'll be one company in the front. Uh, of the office, and they work with the warehouse shipping company in the back, so they 'll use that so that 'll be two separate companies, and everyone 's responsible for their own thing, uh, their own electric or or bills or however they do uh, a tenant lease with the owner uh, because they might not have enough cash to own the building um, and, and that could be something, but that 's not very common i 've only seen that once or twice most leases. 5 to 15 years depending on the building size of course I've seen longer I've seen shorter most investors that buy these buildings they want to buy them with 15 years or you know 10 years remaining on the lease the problem is a lot of these investors once there's a a year or two left on a lease they're going to try to sell it and that puts you in a disadvantage because now you got to find an investor who wants that property maybe he can renegotiate the term of the lease to keep the tenant in there longer. Maybe he can't. So that could be kind of an issue. Um, and lastly, financing is much different on these properties because the bank is underwriting the tenant, not really under, uh, not underwriting you so much. And the value of the building is kind of what the tenant in there is paying, right? Not so much um, like a retail building or a multifamily property they will look at you a little bit but on um warehouse if there's one tenant in there and they have an eight or nine year lease that's what they're underwriting they're really looking at the the how strong that tenant is now if you're an owner user and you want to buy a warehouse space and it's a vacant building what the bank will do is they'll look at your financials for the last couple of years and they'll kind of see how you've operated before they finance the building um Uh, Based on your uh, business financials, of course Now, unless you're getting a great deal, though You do not just go into uh, vacant uh, industrial buildings Um, If you're an owner-user, that's one thing But if you're just trying to buy it And you're going to try to fill up the tenant uh, base in there That's generally kind of risky You want to be a little more experienced And you want to have kind of a network or database of people you can tap into So That is kind of the basics of uh, industrial properties. And of course, I'll dive uh, deeper into it uh, in the coming months and coming episodes and give you a little more fine-tuning. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you got something new from it. I'm at Tim J. Diesel just about everywhere. You can go to timdiesel.com, download your free commercial real estate investing blueprint. Make sure you do that before you invest in anything. You can also check me out on YouTube. I cover different topics on there and I answer all kinds of questions. If you have any questions for me or you want me to do something for you, like a special episode, definitely let me know and I'll take care of it for you. Thank you guys for listening.